Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of You've Got Mail. I watched the second half of You've Got Mail. And this is is the the other other half. half. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Welcome to another special Thanksgiving episode of the podcast. I'm very excited. Me too. Uh, for those who don't know, it's pretty self-explanatory. We just watch a movie with Tom Hanks that we haven't seen before. Yep. Uh, there's a lot. There's quite a few, because Tom Hanks has been in every movie. He's been in a lot, and he's in more and more all the time. You know he's in so many movies that he is in movies with the same actors multiple times. Mm-hmm. Now, the first movie I think we watched for Thanksgiving was Joe vs. the Volcano. Yes. Do you know who the woman was in that movie? I do not remember. Meg Ryan. Oh. From this movie. From this movie. Yeah, that makes sense. I believe they also were in Sleepless in Seattle together. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So he's made multiple movies with, with Meg Ryan. They must have good chemistry. I mean, I'd say so. I yeah. enjoyed them in um, Joe the Volcano. Joe v. Volcano. Yeah, Joe v. Volcano. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Batman v. Superman. Yeah, exactly. Just like all great all great movies have the V. Yes, that's yeah. right. Uh-huh. It's both it's conflict. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um. So this was another movie with them together. It's all uh-huh. coming full circle, I guess. Yeah, you versus male. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, this movie, I don't know if I liked it. I don't know if I liked this movie. I was... Okay, I ex- expected Bottom of Barrel yeah. watching this. Why did you expect Bottom of the Barrel? I don't know. Tom, Tom Hanks it, has never let us astray. Like a, it looks like a cheesy romantic movie, which romantic it was. comedy, which it was. But, yeah. like, I don't know. But so was Splash. So was Splash, but there was something to it. Mm. There's something to it where I'm like, I could respect this a little bit. Mm. It is a little... I definitely think it's obviously dated. This is so dated. It's it's like walking into another world. But that's the thing. is, At least it's accurately dated. Well, because it was made at the time. Exactly. So well, they made it accurate. Well, they didn't do... Not a, super accurate. Well, they at least used the AOL yeah, as opposed true. to... You like know, uh, uh, they got AOL? Yeah, like they actually yeah. got enough of a reference to be like okay we're long into aol apparently like aol was like a sponsor for the movie oh i believe it yeah, like they, they gave them all the sound codes and everything yeah. i mean at that point there remember all those discs you'd get for aol the free trial ones they it were was, all about advertising it the movie opens with the sound effect of a computer booting up and like the phone line connecting the modem mm, and stuff yep. it was so weird it's definitely it's like something a, that us millennials will have to live with and probably a lot of people won't we're gonna have to tell the kids about this yeah. And they're going to be like, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Of like, sort of like what we do with adults now. It's it, like, it, who cares? Yeah. Nobody cares. And maybe it'll be interesting later. But eh. yeah. also, it, you just can explain it. Hey, you know what? The internet used to be real slow and it sucked. Yeah. It took well, forever to download That's the thing that's about it. this movie is people are going to watch this. Kids are going to watch this and go like, what the fuck? Are kids going to watch this? Do you think kids are going to watch Why this? Not? Why not? Why would they? they? Why wouldn't they? Why would they? Because it's got Tom Hanks in it. Everyone loves Tom Hanks. Yeah. It's got. But there's so many other Tom Hanks movies they could pick from. This is and they're going to be like, oh, I want to see Tom Holland now because I'm a kid. That's... Fuck you, <laughs> boomer. What the fuck is this bullshit? What? <laughs> I, I... Oh, they have the same first name. Therefore, I forget every other Tom actor. <laughs> no, the... I, didn't even, I didn't even think about that. I was okay. just trying to think of a hip new actor that people <laughs> like that the kids love. I like. Uh... I, I suspect that they're going to remake this with Tom Holland, no less, mm, I bet. Maybe. Why not? What would it be about? Because this is a remake. Is it? Yes, it's based off of a book, I think, about uh, two people who write love notes to each other, but they mm. don't know the identity. Well, there'd have to be two things change about this. First off, you can't have bookstores anymore. That's my other favorite thing about the yeah. movie. It's amazing. Because, okay, so Tom Hanks runs a basically like a big box bookstore place 
like, like a Barnes and Noble, like a Barnes and Noble. Or, uh, what was that other Borders. one? Borders. Borders. This okay. is what I find so funny. Is like he's like, we're gonna make millions by buying up all these tiny little bookstores and opening our own. Borders did. And it's like, bro, just wait for Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's gonna come out of nowhere. It's nuts. ironically enough through the internet. That's what, what I thought was so interesting. Like, yeah, this movie is accidentally interesting and thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that's what I find. That's why I don't know if I hate it or not. I will say the way the plot goes impressed me a little bit. Really? Yeah, it wasn't as uh, it wasn't what I thought. Because you it would get be. it right at the point. Because Dave Chappelle's in this movie. Yeah, honestly, great, great half divide. Yeah, I was gonna say because he's the one. I don't know what he sees, but I know he's looking in the restaurant because Tom Hanks hasn't actually met his uh, pen pal, online pen pal, mm-hmm. doesn't know who it is, uh, and he's the one. Uh, 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 Dave Chappelle's one looking in the restaurant trying mm-hmm. to figure out if the girl looks hot, essentially. Of course, yeah, man. Yeah, if she's a, if she's a, if she's not hot, then what's the point of all of this? Yeah. Which is so. The other reason this movie's trash is because both Tom <laughs> Hanks and Meg Ryan are in relationships, and yet they still carry out this like weird like online thing but it's like a pen pal relationship isn't it no. like isn't it starting i don't know how they got started like i don't know how that... they i mean so they got started uh on meg ryan's 30th birthday she went into a chat room for 30s and she just hit it off with this guy okay and they've chatted with each other but like i don't know like, this... you get your you look man you get aol you're excited yeah. you're like what are all the possibilities I don't know what interest I have because I'm boring. No, <laughs> Let me go to a no 30s book room. book chat because it's made by nerds. So you'd let's think, do some of her 30s. But you'd think that they would have interest because they went into like a massive chat full of 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And then they found another person that they could have like a meaningful conversation with in New York. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but that's the thing, though. It's, it's like – so one reason why I think it's – fucking creepy is both tom hanks and meg ryan act like they're doing something that they will be caught doing like they uh. they're constantly hiding the fact that they're on the computer whenever their partner comes in they like hide the computer or they act like they weren't on it so like clearly they know they're hiding something from their mm-hmm. significant mm-hmm. others but the other weird thing is they seem to live with them sometimes but they're not engaged or married or people do that mike no i know <laughs> i know people i mean i've done that yeah but What's weird, it's like, this is New York. Like, I feel like, you know, you have your own apartment space. You don't usually, like, move in. And, like, these are big apartments. I was good. Well, yeah, I was going to say, for New York, you'd probably want to live with someone because it's expensive to live on your own. These are big places. Like, if you're going to move in with somebody, you're going to. Movie New York is goofy. Uh, Like, Friends was out this time where it was just, like, impossible. No one would have a place like that. They even bring up Wreck Control in the movie, too. Like, yeah. The assistant. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, they bring up Rudy Giuliani in mine. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. Oh, no. A little too relevant. <laughs> I don't like that this, at all. This movie predicted too much. I don't like this. They didn't really say much about him, but just, But the fact there. that he's even brought up yeah, I mean, makes the movie infinitely worse. Yeah. <laughs> just his ooze all over the rest of well, the movie. Well, they did, they did, they did they po- talk him? about him on a positive light. So, well, I don't good. know. That's fine. That's fine. I guess. Uh, the movie is just weird. I don't know if I liked it. That's the problem. I guess I'll talk more about the plot. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe, we'll, fig- maybe we'll figure it out. It's very straightforward. So you've got Meg Ryan. She's dating uh, Greg Kinnear. Yes. Uh, Greg Kinnear is a writer, uh, okay. and she runs a little bookstore that her mom used to own. Her mom's dead. Now she runs it. Okay. Uh, she has two people that work, three people that work with her, an old, la- old lady named Birdie. Mm-hmm. Um, Birdie. Right, and then a woman named Christine. Sure, Christina. She's just her friend and her assistant. And then Steve Zahn, 
who plays the guy George, I think his name is, mm-hmm. who's just sort of like an unlucky in love dude. Sure. And then you've got Tom Hanks, who's a piece of shit. They try yeah. really hard to get us to like him. And like, we've seen Tom Hanks in these movies. He's the everyman. He's just the jovial man about town yeah, yeah. that you instantly like and relate to. You're starting off looking at that man and being like, this is, he has a positive influence. Yes. He has plus 10 to my, my relationship with him just by existing. Just charisma. Just, yeah. Yeah. Just Charm. being on the screen. And tanks it immediately. Cause oh. he's just like the worst person. He's a money grubbing, sarcastic, like, uh, like awful person mm-hmm. who comes from money. Like his his dad and his dad's dad are all rich assholes who laugh at small businesses closing up and they like writhe their hands together and they foam with the mouth and and uh, his dad is like on his second marriage with a woman he doesn't even love. I wish it was a second. It's many more than that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, you know, it's all fucked. Like I hate it. I hate this this like whole group of people. And then also the oldest guy apparently. Apparently had a big old crush on Meg Ryan's mom, I think, or maybe Meg Ryan's mom's mom or something. I don't know. There's some weird relationship thing going on there as well. But either way. Oh, and then Tom Hanks is dating Parker Posey. Yes. Um, who works in books as well. Everyone's just in the literature group. Yeah, they really are. Because like Greg Kinnears writes for the newspaper. Uh, she publishes things i think works with like some kind of paralegal i don't know and then he buys bookstores and puts up big ones and oh, then tom hanks yeah tom hanks and then yeah and then uh meg ryan runs a small one so it's like that's just this, this weird sort of world yeah how else are you supposed to get mail <laughs> i guess that's i also wonder if that's a holdover from the original because it was oh, similar maybe like you had to have some sort of writing in it to i mean get that. the thing is is like you do need Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks to have like because the idea is is like in real life they have this rivalry between the two of yes. them. Yes, so they have to have a similar interest in order to be a rival right. to each other. Because the conflict is but, that right. Sorry, yes, that Tom Hanks wants to buy or is going to shut down. I don't know how he gets the idea to shut it down. I, I Basically, just... the idea is is he's just opened. It's called Fox Books. Fox Books. Yep, and it's just recently opened. It doesn't have a kids section, and he's upset because there is this small little kids um like bookstore down the way that might be taking some of their business and so mm. he wants to close that one down so that they can have their own kids section. how does he close it you can't just be like yo close uh he's gonna close it down by t- taking all of their business away oh so they open their own kids section yes eventually okay. and, and they also court a kid's author who at one point was like, hey, she was like good friends with Meg Ryan, and she's like, hey, I'll do anything for you, Meg Ryan. I'll help you open your, you know, I, I'll when I publish my book, I'll, I'm gonna come here to do, you know, like um, get signing, and then she totally is lying, huh? Um, because she ends up going to the big box store probably because they pay more. Yeah, money. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, another thing, there's one part of the movie where uh, Meg Ryan just straight up says, "Is it infidelity if you're involved with someone on email?" So huh. even she's like feels like she's, the internet's so strange. Like, yeah, am I so cheating if I'm just new. texting? Is I don't it know. cheating if I'm emotionally with another person? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, so yeah, like there's that, and then what else is there? Uh, his uh, Tom Hanks's dad's fiance uh is also like always hitting on Tom Hanks. That's sure. weird. I don't know if that's a thing. Um, so Tom Hanks's girlfriend, Parker Posey. Parker Posey. What's her personality like? She likes to drink coffee. Okay. And she is 
I, I don't know. I guess and she's very strict. Okay. That's about it. Uh, okay. she's, she's very particular about what she wants. This is the thing is like, I do find Greg Kinnear to be kind of shitty. Like I, I, uh, you know, I, but I don't know like what's wrong with Parker Posey. Like, I guess she like is busy all the time, but like, so is fucking everybody. Like, hmm. so are That's you. That's interesting. T- Cause in my hat, she's a monster. Whoa, really? Yeah. Well, I oh. mean, she's, she's like basically encouraging Tom Hanks to do all this evil stuff. Okay, so here's my problem, right? It's like <laughs> she's she's a monster in the same way that Tom Hanks is a monster because he's already doing this stuff and has been doing it for years. Like this would be like if you were talking to me and you're like, "Hey, man, you should continue drawing and like uh, doing art." And I'm like, "You're a fucking monster, bro. I shouldn't be doing art." Like it's the thing I'm passionate about and have been making a living doing. You know? Well, is he passionate about it though, or is he just? He's been doing it. He, or is he yes, just been he is, doing it? He is passionate about it because he, along with his father and his father's father, smile and laugh and joke about small businesses closing down. And he has this big monologue where he's like, "Oh, I don't know. Like the person I am is so different from the person I want to be, and all this shit." But it's like, well, it would. And again, it's not. Do lack of trying for Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a good actor, so he could probably show that, like, you know, that distinction, that division in character, but he never really shows it. He seems like he genuinely likes being an asshole. He likes being condescending. Hmm. Um, And then, so the other thing about uh, Greg Kinnear is, I don't know what Meg Ryan, I mean, okay, that's the other, it's like, I do find Greg Kinnear to be annoying, but, like, Greg Kinnear is the only person who's like, Meg Ryan, you are cool. You're an inspiration opening up these small, like keeping open this small bookstore. Like he is all gung ho for her. So like, I don't know what she's even doing on online talking to Tom Hanks. I don't know. It's, I I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know either. Actually I do. I'm excited to hear more. Uh, Oh, another thing is Parker Posey and Greg Kinnear seem to like each other. They meet at a party once and they, are like really like gelling and then Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan have to pull them apart from each other. So I thought maybe they would wind up together at some point. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, and then another thing I wanted to bring up that I thought was very interesting was, and again, I don't know if this is on purpose. Tom Hanks is always talking about the Godfather. Okay. Does this ever come up in your half of the movie? Mm, I don't know. Maybe I don't think so. He, he quotes the Godfather two to three times in, in the movie. Um, basically cause, and he says, cause it's like his, he's like everything you learn, you learn from the Godfather. It's full of so many different lessons. And I'm like, bro, the Godfather is a cautionary tale. He's yeah. Learning life lessons from the fucking Godfather. But you would, if you were trying to compare this big organization, buying up small businesses and putting their own businesses in place to mm-hmm. organized crime in the mafia. Mm-hmm. See? So I don't know if this is on purpose or if it's on accident around. So um, yeah, and that's basically that's basically that's it. Okay. Yeah. So what? So that, how did we get to my half or my section? Is so like, okay, it sounds like they're gonna they talked enough. It sounds like they're gonna meet now. Yeah. So basically, do they have out reservations of, about meeting, or is it just like they both seem pretty shy about it. Uh, okay. But he is the one. I don't know. I think maybe she's the one that says, "Do you still want to meet me?" And then he says, "I would love to meet you. Where? When? Like all excited, and uh, they want to meet because." Um, he says that he is a very good businessman. She says that she needs help in business. And so he offers his services to her, not knowing who she is. Uh-huh. And she takes it, not knowing who he is. Okay. And so this is what this meeting is supposed to be, is the meeting and him helping her with her store. So what do you think happens? I think that... 
I don't know, actually. I genuinely don't know. Because they definitely leave you at an interesting point. Where they like, do. Because I, I know. No. Uh, I think. I uh-huh. I think that Dave Chappelle looks in the window and sees somebody. Because what he's looking for is a person with a flower in a book. And that's how they'll know that it's Meg Ryan. Uh-huh. I think maybe Dave Chappelle looks in, sees another person with the flower in the book. He says that she looks unattractive. And Tom Hanks is like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. And then as he departs, he runs into Meg Ryan, who's just arriving. And then they get in a big argument and they hate each other even more or something. That's that's my assumption. That's my guess. You're almost right. Ooh. Not quite, though. So Dave Chappelle is there. What's Dave Chappelle do? Dave Chappelle works for uh, Tom Hanks. He's one of the guys that sort of like coordinates the construction of the new buildings. Okay. He almost does nothing after this part. He he barely does anything in okay, my half, cool. too. He's basically just like, I mean, genuinely, he's just the one person of color in the movie. That's very true. <laughs> in New York, of all places. I know, right? The most diverse <laughs> population in the world. Um, anyway, so yeah, he's like looking at it. He's like, well, you know, she's pretty good looking. Um, you know that uh, Kathleen Kelly person, which is Meg Ryan's Meg character's Ryan, yeah. name? Um, looks like she her. looks like her. Oh. And he's like, oh, that's interesting. Um, it's like, did you like her? It's like, well, you're not going to like her because it's actually her. Oh, so damn it. sorry. And he's just like, ah, he's like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, I'm just going to go. Just leaves. Doesn't even say Whoa. anything. But then. So wait, so he knows now who he's been talking to. Mm-hmm. Oh, but she doesn't. Exactly. Ooh. So he comes back and I'm like, okay, he's going to be like, wow, this is a weird misunderstanding or whatever. Something weird. Right. But no, he shows up and they immediately just start fighting about the book, the book stuff, the yeah. bookstore stuff. And uh, yeah, he just pretends he doesn't know anything. He's done this before, too. He entered her book establishment. She started r- like ranting about Fox Books and how uh-huh. they've been buying up things. And he's th- he acts like he doesn't know anything about it. So uh-huh. this is the second time he's this lied is, about oh, his identity. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So See, isn't that interesting thing? Because you think online it'd be easy, you know, and it is. But then even in real life, he does the same thing, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, Let's see. So he's like, she's like, well, I'm waiting for this guy. Like, you better, can you not sit there? He's like, I'm going to sit here. And then mm. just has a conversation. She's like, you need to leave. You're really upsetting me. And he's like, okay, fine. So he just sits on the table behind her. Um, uh, da, 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 da. And then she starts saying like, you know, the man who's coming here, he's kind. He's funny. He's got the most wonderful sense of humor. But you're nothing more than a suit. Oh, he's like, I mean, he's like, right. that's my cue to leave. Wrong. And he's really hurt by this, clearly. Because it's true. It's true. Uh, <laughs> so he just leaves. And then she goes back home to check her mail and be like, well, he never showed up. Like, got stood up. And there's nothing God there. Got stood up. She's in a relationship. Got stood up. I know, right? Yeah. It's fucking, It's man. weird. It's also... Because even he's like, what am I doing? And, and yeah. he's like, if she's beautiful, I'm willing to, like, turn my whole life upside down for her. And I'm like... Maybe break up with Parker Posey. Right, <laughs> so then she goes and checks her. What's great is she checks her mail, and I see that there's nothing there. And I'm like, wow, it's amazing to have an empty inbox. <laughs> what an impossible. What a ta- <laughs> what a relic. <laughs> what a true statement. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so true, though. Ne- like That doesn't happen anymore. No. Every time you check I've your mail. I've never had an empty inbox. Marketers had not figured out inboxes no. back then. They are like, is there something you can market with? Well, I mean, they didn't even have. There was no way that people, like, companies didn't have email, right? Oh, they had email back then, probably, but it was probably... Well, like, they didn't send, like, I, yeah, things over the not too, like, junk They mail. might have a little bit, but yeah, probably... Maybe. It just definitely wasn't as prevalent, you no. know? Um, but whatever, she might not have signed up for anything. Mm. 
Remember when shopping online was like something that'd be like, oh, you're shopping online? I'm not gonna do that. Oh, gonna, they're gonna steal your credit card number. You know that, right? There's constant references to cyber sex in my half the movie oh, as well. Man. There's okay. one part where Christina or whatever is like, I had cyber sex once, and then the old lady birdie's like, I once did it too, but I kept getting disconnected. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You old bag. Uh, so then. Um, so if she goes to her coworkers, her coworkers like, oh, they all stood you up. Like she's with all the coworkers talking about this. So they're like, they're just talking always about like their relationship status and who they're banging. That's wild. And I'm like, I guess. Well, the thing is, is like, I guess it's like a mom and pop store, so like they would like yeah, yeah, have yeah. a bit of it's more, more family. But it's also a kids store. Like well, you shouldn't be talking about this kind of it's shit. It's not even that. It's also you are cheating on someone oh, with someone yeah, else. Oh yeah, I forgot about And that. hanging out with your friends and chatting about, about it. how you're cheating. And no one of your friends are like, "Hey, so what about uh, your other guy there? Yeah. Huh? You gonna do anything about that? No, no, never, never mentioned again. It's weird because the same thing happens with uh, Dave Chappelle, but I figured his character was just like a pig. I, you know, I'm surprised. That, like, I mean, Dave Chappelle works for him. He's not gonna say anything. Well, I guess that's a good it's point. Not a friend. Yeah. He's just getting paid. He's, He's a not... subordinate. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so. What happens next? So she sends an email. It's like, hey, I want to talk to you, even though I mean, you must have had a good reason for not being there. So he. Why are they in relationships? That's what I don't understand. What? What? How does that make the story any better? It makes me hate him more. It makes it feel like maybe they're just like. Because the relationships don't seem actively toxic. They just don't seem like they're enjoying being right there in their current relationship. But I feel like if they weren't in relationships, I would like their characters more. Because right now we're we're as an I, audience we're actively wanting them to cheat. But I also think that maybe this is I'm I don't quite agree with this, but I'm gonna try to argue for it. Okay. Um, I think maybe because they're late, like mid thirties, right? Right. You know, things are settling down. They're trying to find their path, but then they're kind of just coasting along with their relationships. Mm. They're not getting any sort of fire from it. They're not. They don't feel. They just feel like they just settled for these people, mm-hmm. right? Like they don't have a spark or anything for them. But then they find someone who does, and it's like, okay, how do they deal with it from there? Right. And it's not like they were super intentionally looking for it. They just kind of kept Fell chatting, yeah. and then they probably started feeling guilty mm-hmm. as they started realizing, like, oh, maybe I am falling for this online person. Right. That's my read on it and what they're trying to go for. But, but <laughs> it doesn't make is it the right thing to easier. do? No. No. no, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, but they're complicated people, right? Like you got to write characters with flaws. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess multi-billionaire uh, <laughs> is not enough. You also got to make yeah, them, being uh, a fucking like capitalist pig. Yeah. But you know what? Just to make, complete the pig, you got to have the cheating. <laughs> so, yeah, he re- basically says like, I can't explain why I stood up. It's something really important. Uh, but please forgive me. And she's like, okay. And then Damn, like, I guess so now he's lying to her. Like virtually too. Mm-hmm. Um. So the lady goes to Birdie, and Birdie's like, "What are you <laughs> gonna do?" And she's like, "We're gonna sell the store. I think we're gonna have to sell. It's yeah. just not worth it." Yeah. And she's Birdie just says some weird shit like, "I used to date the guy who ran Spain, and then he died." <laughs> Run Spain. That's what she said. Okay. And, okay, uh, Birdie. She, um, she's losing it. I know. And so she tells it to her boyfriend. I can't remember any of their names. I, I apologize. Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear yeah. talks to Greg Kinnear and Greg Kinnear is like, that was a fascist dictator. That's crazy. He's really into politics. That's his character. I guess. Yes. He's very obsessed with um, current events. She, he's like, I could never be, I could never be with someone who doesn't take politics as serious as me. That's wild. And, uh, she's like, well, I gotta say when Rudy Giuliani was r- running against Ruth messenger, I didn't vote. I went to get a manicure and forgot. And he says, I for that's okay. I forgive you. 
and she takes this very offensive like i can't believe you have to forgive me which i'm like i kind of get it because like she was admitting it and instead of just being like that's fine she's like i forgive you like yeah she actually did something wrong yeah um but like also this isn't something that's come up in your relationship until now i guess not like also, you know what? It's just because he's fucking super ignorant of things. Because, like, he the first thing he says is, like, what's the – what? name me three things that uh, technology has brought uh, that's made our life better. And she's like, electricity. And it's like, what do you – what kind of fucking dumbass thing is to say that technology doesn't make life better? You're living in the 20th century. Uh, Who knows? I, but it's just like – I think he's just, like, ignorant of things because it's like – it's obvious that she doesn't take politics seriously. Like, yeah. you know? like Or, like – when the big box stores start opening up, she's like, oh, this is just competition. There's enough There's enough money for everybody. And it's like, that's not how the world works. You crazy person. Well, she learned that quickly. Well, yeah, but like the fact that she even had that opinion in the first place shows how like politically not point. motivated she is, you that's know? That's true. That's so, true. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird to be a business owner and not be politically motivated. I feel like that's... <laughs> well, she thing. inherited the business from well, her mom. That's true. I guess yeah. you're right. That's a little different. Really, she, it's her fault that the business is going shit. It's yeah, that's fair. Active enough. Wasn't trying to expand. Wasn't trying to secure her legacy for mm-hmm. the competitors. She was just like, I guess we'll just stay here. Exactly. Um, anyway. anyway. Um, so she gets up and leaves. They go out. So she didn't vote for Giuliani? She didn't vote for... Yeah, I guess not. Was she didn't she, vote for she, anyone. She voted for Giuliani by not voting for the other guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Perhaps. There you go. That's the problem. <laughs> um, so then they go out and she have, wants have a, a drink. Yeah. <laughs> and they and she, he admits, like, you know what? I don't love you. And she's Whoa, like, who said that? Um Tim Tom Hanks? No, no, no. The uh um, Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. Whoa. But she also is like, you know what? That's really relieving to hear because I don't love you either. Whoa. They're like, yeah. We're and then he says, We're perfect for each other. We should really work, but there's just something else. I feel like I'm living someone else's dream. And I notice this other lady, and I'm into her. And is there someone for you? Like someone else I think I might be you might be able to mesh with better. And she's like, mm, not really. I'm lying. Um, yeah, be honest at this point, at I know, least. Like, why? Yeah. Um, and that's that. So they broke it off. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was a mutual thing. They both just weren't feeling it, and it yeah. took some sort of conflict ever... to come ba- and actually uh, bubble that to up. Bring to up the politics. Yeah. What? So do we ever meet the girl that he's interested in? No. Oh, okay. So I guess that's not important. Oh wait. Is it Parker Posey? Maybe it was. Cause I didn't know who she was at the time. Mm. Maybe it was. I it's un unconclu- inconclusive. <laughs> Unsure so far. Inconclusive. Maybe we will see together. what happens to Parker Posey and, and Tom Hanks. Um. So yeah, doesn't like it. Leaves. Um. So she starts closing the store. Everyone comes up to her. They have so many memories of the store. And then there's just this weird ADR line about like, why don't we bomb Fox Books? <laughs> and then the Wait, next do they shot, do it? the next shot is her staring at Fox Books, and all I can think about like she's gonna bomb that shit. <laughs> this is she, Operation Mayhem. Yeah, no, she does not. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Did uh, go full on uh, uh, a Fight Club where she's like in a building <laughs> across the way, and then Tom Hanks comes in. They hold each other's hands. You right. made me in a very interesting time in my life. <laughs> Fox books just like gets destroyed. That'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. That'd and be then great. she's like, he's like, I'm a different person too. <laughs> I was great Kinnear the whole time. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> Two boring guys back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm everyone. I'm everything you've ever wanted to be: boring, <laughs> white, rich. <laughs> I'm already all those things. Exactly. So then, um, this is great because I did not know Parker Posey's name. So uh, Tom Hanks 
That's the actor's name. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know her character's name. I did. I didn't know it at all. Mm. So Tom Hanks is with her and they're coming back and she's, this is when she's real. She's really mean at work. She's like, you got to buy out more places. You got to, you got to start getting more people. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hire that lady that you just took out, put out. I want to put her and write her, get her a book. He's like, she's not going to write for you. She's like, oh, she will. And she gets enough money. And then if she does not sign an exclusivity contract with someone else and put her out and all this nice. stuff. Just being, just being evil. Yeah. And um, at least she's enjoying it. She's, that's the thing. <laughs> she's enjoying it. And then so they get in the elevator and they go up. And there's another lady in there and there's some dude working the buttons or whatever. Dude working the buttons. Yeah, the, the, the service guy. <laughs> right. The what, guy are those, that... what are those called? They have bellboys? No. Bellboys are the guys that help you with the bags. That's help with the bags. What's yeah. someone what goes in the elevator? I'll look it up. There's definitely a name. Anyway. So they're going up in the elevator, but then it gets stuck. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, shit, we're never going to get out of this. And so everyone's like hanging out. And of course, they've been there for a while. And the lady's like, I'm going to connect. The older lady who was trapped in there was like, I'm going to connect with my mom once if I ever get out of here. Elevator operator. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> or a liftman. Liftman. There you go. A lift person. Lift person. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, um, so she's like, I'm going to connect with my mom again. I don't know why I never talked to her. And uh, the liftman. Lift person <laughs> is like, uh, uh, I'm going to marry her. I'm going to marry, I'm going to marry my, my girlfriend. I'm going to finally do it. There's no reason I've been doing it, but when I get out of here, I'm going to do it. I just I don't know why I haven't done it. The elevator drops and he <laughs> dies. <laughs> and then during this whole time, um, Tom Hanks girlfriend is panicking that she doesn't have Tic Tacs and just like not caring about anything important. Right. She's just like, when I get out of here, I'm going to buy Tic Tacs pretty much or something. I can't remember the exact line, but it was something very vapid and just like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And then he sits there and he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like if faced with like one chance left at life, I don't know what I'm going to do. And so what he does is the next scene. He says, uh, he's riding back to Meg Ryan and is like, I'm finally, le- I finally am leaving with Brinkley. And I read that for some reason. <laughs> That's her name. Yeah. Like I broke <laughs> I up with Brinkley. <laughs> I'm leaving Brinkley. And I'm uh, like, what? Who? Leaving Brinkley? And then there's something like this dog here. I'm like, I don't get it. I thought her name was Brinkley. So I was like trying to look her up on IMDb. Like, who is that? <laughs> there's just like a grown woman named Brinkley. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the 90s were wild. Yeah, that's true. Um. So yeah, he leaves. He moves back into a boat. Yes, he boat. has a boat. He's gonna live he's there. Rich. He's gonna yeah, he's yeah. rich. He's gonna have a second house. Um. So I oh, know he's gonna stay afloat. He's <laughs> gonna be underwater soon with all his debt. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so she closes the store for the last time mm-hmm. and tells Tom Hanks this over over Tom Hanks persona this, and then Tom Hanks' dad moves back in with him in the boathouse. There's okay. a second boathouse. They have two boathouses because they're rich. Right. Um. And moves in there, and he's just like, yeah, this time, you know, um, goes through all the women he's been with. Like, uh, they all used to be his maids and stuff like that. Like, he was just a bad guy. And he's like, man, this, you know, this time she ran off with another woman. How about that? Get a little variety there. It's like, wow, okay, cool. Um, Cool. It seems like you're trapping all these women. I know. And um, he's like, well, what's, what's next, Dad? And he's like, I don't know. It's like, you ever found someone that gave you that spark, that fills your heart with joy and his dad's like what no have you <laughs> and then she thinks for a while i was like oh no it's dad it's meg ryan oh uh, 
That's adorable. So then he runs out of the boat, runs to his <laughs> house, kind of gets on the elevator. So what he does is he goes as himself to her apartment. And this is weird because he goes to himself, brings daisies, which are her favorite plant. Mm-hmm. And yes, she said that. I guess she's to named her persona after them or something. Yeah, to his persona though. No, to him in person. Yes, interesting. Yeah, so brings it. And she doesn't seem super bothered that he's there, even though, you know, shut down everything, mm. shut down her life. And she's like being sick. And he's like, hey, I broke up with my lady. And she's like, hey, I broke up with my guy. And they just talk, but she's sick. And Why is she sick? Like, sneezing just, just, and coughing? No, no, no. Just like I got a cold or something. Oh, okay. And so she's, he tries to make her feel better. And uh, he's like, anyway, while you're trying to shoo me out of here, I brought you these flowers, but. You know, we're going to sit around and talk for about Pride and Prejudice for a while because they keep bringing it up. Because that was the book that she brought to with the flower when they first met. That's first also meet. the book that she recommended he read. Ah, uh, that makes sense. But that was to the persona. Ah, uh, okay. So um, he's like, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say I'm sorry for buying out your, your place. It was nothing personal. And then she says a line that I really like where she's like, it wasn't personal to you, but it was personal to me and a lot of other people. Aww. I'm like, yeah, that, that makes sense. It's something I guess you just never realize as a monster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that other people have lives of their own. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, you've got mail. That's what he says. That's so stupid. I just like, wait, uh, he says you've got mail. He's, he worked it in better than I did. <laughs> But it was still, like, really forced in there. He yeah. says the line. Okay. So he like, says the name of the movie. You meet someone online? She's like, yeah, I like this guy online. He's like, why don't you go get him? He's, she's like, I don't know. I'm just having, he doesn't seem to really want to meet me. So he's like, well, let me help you. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a quote. There's a quote I put in here. And she seemed to really click with her. I don't know if this, like, revealed something or what. But he says, quote, let me help you. Don't say anything. You're just going to torture yourself for years to come. Did she say anything like that in the beginning of the movie at all? Because it's like played as a big moment. Um, I think that's something that she said to him once before, yes. Okay. Like over the – but they said a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, they said a lot of stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's Probably. Put, that must have clicked a light on, I guess. Piecing it together, I guess. Yeah. Um. So she liked that line, I guess. <laughs> and uh, so she messaged him again. It's like – because he's like, why don't you go get this guy? And so this is the part I kind of like and kind of hate. Okay. That's basically my relationship with yeah. as well, yeah. Like, she, he messages her, like, I think we should meet. And uh, he's like, no, I'm in the middle of a project. I can't do it right now. And so she meets up back with Tom Hanks in real life and is like, this guy, he won't meet with me. And it's clear that what he actually wants to do now is he's basically going to throw his persona under the bus right. and, try to, <laughs> and try to earn her love in person. Right. Which I kind of like. I thought it was just going to be like, hey, I'm that guy the whole time. What's up? Yeah. Don't you like me now? That's a big twist. But yeah. see, either way, he's lying to her. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, that's, that's the part where I'm like, I kind of like it, but I kind of hate it. Yeah. Because either way, he's not telling the truth. Yeah. But I feel like by telling the truth is just to reveal it and say like, hey, I'm actually that guy. Yeah. Yeah. But then at that point, she would just cut I off all I thought this was going to be a thing of like him writing out something, like his persona. Mm-hmm. And then what it, what is being written out as the persona he's saying in real life. No, no. doesn't do that at all. In fact, so middle of a project, she's like, Oh, I won't meet. That's weird. Well, maybe he's, maybe he's married. Maybe you should ask him if he's married. And so she messages him like, are you married? And he's like, how dare you ask I'm married? Is one of your friends goading me on? Like, of course I wouldn't be married. And so he starts turning to an asshole persona. <laughs> and, um, she, so 
he met like real life Tom Hanks. He's like, hey, let's meet Saturday at lunchtime. And he, she's like, okay, right in the same place. Cool. So then Persona Tom Hanks asks her, hey, why don't we meet on Saturday at 4 p.m.? And she's like, okay. And then they meet up for lunch. And it's like, this guy is going to meet me later. Isn't that really cool? Weird. And uh, this is weird. Yeah. This right? is like Machiavellian. It's very strange. Yeah. Um. So they're talking there, obviously, but at this point, they clearly have a good rapport. Like he's they been joking. Along, yeah. They've been talking for a long time. He, she seems to kind of almost forgive him. Not really. Um, so then she's going to go meet him, his persona. And he looks at her and he's like, hey, listen, like we seem to be getting on really well. Um, just and ima- imagine, <laughs> imagine if this whole Fox books thing didn't happen. Like imagine that they didn't shut down your place. Like I think things might be a lot different between us. I think we might actually hit it off differently and might actually find ourselves in a relationship. And she's like, I don't know about that. And he's like, listen, how come you can forgive this guy for standing you up once, but not forgive me for putting you out of business? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Taking away the company that your business, your mom started. To be fair, she does say, now that I'm not working there anymore, I'm able to write and I'm actually able to get stuff done that I've always dreamed of, but I've been tied to my mom's legacy for so long. Okay. So they work in the fact that, okay, Maybe it was the maybe it was the best thing to actually go and try doing something different with her life. Sure, that doesn't make Tom Hanks being a monster any yeah, less monstrous. Exactly. Yeah, that's why it's very conflicting to me <laughs> where this is going. Because like he's still a piece of shit. Yeah. that cheers whatever a small business goes under. So fuck him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. And she's all like, uh, anyway, I gotta go meet this guy. So we'll see. But she seems a little conflicted. Like, well, maybe he's right. So she goes to the place where he meets it. And she's like, I'm excited to see him and his dog. And then, of course, the dog shows up. And then, of course, Tom Hanks just walks right up. Yeah. And she starts crying. And she's like, I I really wanted it to be you. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Exactly. I don't know. Like, it's. I guess he was so heavily dropping hints from their earlier conversations or something. Like, like that, that line that he dropped earlier. Does that, she, wait, does she say I always wanted it no, to no, be no, you? No, 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 no. She says, okay. like, I was hoping it was you. Like, I wanted it to be you weeding you. Because she's, she's never met this guy. She was hoping it would be him. I would want it to be anybody but this monster. But maybe she's grown so fond of him now that it's okay. Because she's made him That's so or... fucking... I hate that. I hate this movie. It, wow. Throw it in the trash. Wow. I, I want I, it to be over. I was all right. It was all right. You've got fail. Well, good thing. <laughs> well, good thing because it is over. Because it ends Thank with God. it ends with over the rainbow and a happy ending. This is the second movie we've seen with over the rainbow in it since Finding Forrester. Recently, Finding Forrester had over the rainbow in it. I don't the cover for that. Also, there <laughs> I want to mention randomly. There's ads for Armageddon in the background. This movie. Really <laughs> like it. This is in New York, so they're gonna Movie's have ads coming out. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I guess you ought to see Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. What most people. Want to watch Armageddon? No, <laughs> most people probably wouldn't care that he's a pig, a guy who likes to shut down businesses or but whatever. Because he, he become a better person. He like, seemed to he... have learned a little bit in taking perspective of from smaller companies and stuff like that. Is he leaving like, the business? Of course not. He's got money. <laughs> he's learning to be a better person without giving up his wealth. Yeah, which is exactly. What you got to do, baby. That's right. You got to live in this capitalist society. Yeah, you're gonna. You're just gonna be a philanthropist with your money now. So, so, so she's out of the business writing books. How? she make a fucking living she writes books and gets them published she just easily publishes books this is fantasy land man. i guess so this is fantasy that's what's land. such bullshit about this movie you know people walked out of this movie go like yeah 
baby pig businesses aren't run by complete monsters and we all need to lose our jobs that were heirlooms from our uh, our parents and go off and live our dreams of becoming successful writers what I mean, to be fair, if it is her dream, now she's not tied to it. I under, I kind of under, I kind of get the small business I, mentality of like handing, getting handed down something responsible yes. that you don't want. Yes, and not being able to follow your dreams yes. because everyone relies on what your mom did or your sure. parent did. If she, because everyone loved but her mom, but didn't really problem. care about her. She didn't leave her own mark. Here's the problem with the movie: is it looks like she genuinely likes running the business, though. Like she yeah. likes coming in. She likes helping the kids, you know, that's true. And then like the problem is then Tom Hanks never seems in my half conflicted by the, like it would have been different if he was in the room with his dad and his dad's dad. And they're like, yes, those small businesses are getting closed. And he's like, come on guys. Like, that's not cool. You know, but yeah, he like, doesn't even just, do that. Yeah. He doesn't fucking care until yeah. he's it's thrown in his face that he's a piece of shit. Fuck him. Sometimes Fuck them that's all. what you gotta do. Hey man, he's like a Scrooge. He's like yeah. Scrooge. Scrooge gave his money away to the the Cratchits. Yeah, well, this guy is going to give his money to his lover. <laughs> apparently, in probably Nothing a ton of debt trying to live in New York his as a writer. had three people under her employee. Where are they going to go? I don't know. Doesn't matter. What's an old woman? To be fair, they can all get hired by Tom Hanks. He's got a bunch of businesses or whatever. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I hate this. Movie. <laughs> Fuck this. This is such a weird part of american society where it was just like yeah capitalism isn't the worst thing in the world we can all learn a thing or two from it and it's like it's also weird because it's like uh like the movies at sort of kind of dipping its toe into like oh yeah you know small businesses going under big businesses taking over not a big deal fast forward to 20 years later you got amazon taking over fucking everything and like creating a monopoly on uh like uh, online ordering systems and Uh giving money to people it's fucking weird to see this movie this quaint little film about a tiny little bookstore and a big box store in new york it's so weird man it's very weird it's a very weird relic of our time and that's how we kind of thought of things yeah it was just oh it's so big simple. bookstore now what if big bookstore sold you diapers yeah yeah and yeah prescriptions online and groceries yeah 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 and everything like that's the next step that they didn't even see this coming like they didn't know the full extent they're just like well we got a big successful business here like the, and now borders is closed which is the equivalent it's crazy to see how small these people were thinking like they're like oh let's just build up like let's just buy up big bookstores and sell cheap books and um uh coffee coffee to people yeah. you know like they were so, thinking so small and it's so strange to see this movie go like uh, yes we're going to we're going to run new york by putting out giant bookstores everywhere like when's the last time you saw like like you said borders is closing down there's only oh, really barnes and nobles now barnes and nobles still struggling anyway yeah exactly it's, it's so crazy like i would love to see a sequel to this movie where we see tom hanks is now the little guy trying to run a Barnes and Noble. That'd be really funny. <laughs> you know, really funny. That would be fucking weird. Uh, is it like on top of it all, you have the whole technology thing of like a burgeoning internet where two people uh, met each other and fell in love online via chat rooming, and they aren't even sure if they're committing adultery or uh or they're being it's also new and weird it's so this is such a strange film and it's like hard to tell if it's just because of the weird time period of it they just didn't know or just didn't know any better like maybe the they probably are also not on top of that like maybe the fact that this big probably oil baron or whatever he was in the original (laughs) in the original movie (laughs) like Back then, it was like even more acceptable to be like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. He's just got a bunch of money. Who cares? Yeah. But now it's like, okay, 
he's pushing people out of business and like also kicking out employees and stuff. And you know, he does show remorse while his girlfriend at the time was like, yeah, it was a, you know, she had three employees under her. Now they got no jobs. Remember yeah. that time you shut them down? And he's like, oh yeah, I did do that, huh? Like he does feel bad. He's learning, but I don't think they go far enough of him. No, because he doesn't not actually for two do days. anything. No, he doesn't do anything. He, he doesn't, doesn't give up his job. He, he doesn't, doesn't like, yeah, he doesn't be like, oh, I'm going to donate this the amount. The movie of-. should end. He literally could have just been like, I'm going to now sponsor Christmas for all these kids or something like that. Or, or something. Or like, hey, I've got a lot of, I got a big, a good chunk of change. Let me just reopen your store again and I'll work out of it. I mean, he. She doesn't sound like. Sounds like she's happy without it. But yes. Well, they should still open a small bookstore. Is what I'm saying. You know, like maybe he runs a bookstore. I guess to him, it's like, why would I? Open a, a, why he, would I? Why would I open a small bookstore when I have a big bookstore? That does the same. Because thing. you're supposed to be a better person. But being able to a bookstore doesn't. I would a big bookstore doesn't make any worse than being like, well, I'm going to open a small one owned by the same person who owns a big one. No, I know. But like what I'm saying is he leaves the company because he says, oh, I'm a great businessman. I can run a business. Uh-huh. Run a business. Why would you Start- run a business? Why would you run a business? Open up an identical business to the one you just created to try to compete Be- against yourself. That he- seems really silly. Because even he shows, even he says that like, this is a, a cornered thing. Like you go into the big bookstores because you want cheap books and nobody to talk to you. But you open the small bookstore because you want people to talk to you and you want an experience, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. – and he understands that. So, like, do that. Like, let's see that, you know? That 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 is a change. That is a difference in character. But – from a business standpoint, yes. how are you gonna how are you gonna keep that business going if you're competing? If clearly one that opened and was doing great yeah. and was loved by many people in the area, yeah. also got shut down because it couldn't afford the rent and everything yeah. with the big box store yeah, that's taking true, on cover. Rent, so that's yeah. not gonna work. What I think, mm. I think you have the right idea, but yeah. what I think would be better is if he decided to maybe go into a different line of businesses mm. like um I don't computers. know like, like a good uh, computers be great there you go computers and then he would um start off like a bookstore that he e- that he sends books to people <laughs> I think that would be really good yeah, yeah. But then that does really good really really good <laughs> that so then blows up. So then he's yeah. like what if we start selling electronics on here that'd be really cool and that starts doing even better yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like whoa okay so here's the thing if we oh, no. just really <laughs> underpay people then we decide that we can actually send people mail in two days. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. What? To get that what two days, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have to pay us money just to get access to that shipping. <laughs> but we're gonna bundle all the seller stuff together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get you're gonna get your groceries from us. It's gonna be great. And then he's gonna be like, yes. And he's gonna have the most ah. amount of wealth in the world. Ah. And then maybe, just maybe, he's gonna commit that to climate change, but not Probably enough. Not. Yeah, <laughs> and it'll be really weird about and spending. And then Meg that. Ryan will be like, "You've changed," and they, and they, they divorce. divorce, and she becomes one of the richest people ever. And it gives it all away. It gives it all away. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, "Man, Meg Ryan was the best from the beginning." Yeah, yeah. That's there you go. Uh, uh, what is it? You got mail too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now jungle it's edition. Not, and now it's not. You got email. It's you've got mail in the mailbox oh, shit. from Amazon. From, yeah. Oh, wait. Amazon? I didn't say anything. Oh, yeah. Wait, I, didn't that. Wait, I was just slipping the tongue. <laughs> I was thinking something like Jungle or something. <laughs> or um, What a strange movie this was. It was this has sparked such interesting conversation. It's I was such like, a weird little artifact. That they it's never a, would have guessed. Like, that's the other thing. Like, they fell into Well, on this. top of, like, adapting something that's older, yeah. you're trying to modernize it to something that's new and... To be fair, it's not as ridiculous as some other adaptations of technology and movies. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty grounded. Yeah. Mainly because it doesn't really take too... It's not too heavily into, like, chat rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. And they clearly got AOL sponsorship. Yeah. Um, 
but they just did not see the potential. I mean, AOL's gone. Like, yeah, no, the AOL, <laughs> yeah it's all like dead. you have a website. AOL was the small bookstore of the like internet service. And then Google came. Yeah, exactly. Like, What's up? Knocked them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are, it's it's really weird. It's are, really weird seeing all those artifacts, and even just artifacts of what people think is a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in our society, and and how a person can should change you know like what we can expect from a, a good person yes. to be a better person you yeah. know like you'd be acceptable be like well you might gloss over me like well love story was cute but it's yeah. like nah. i honestly i did like the way he decided to earn her love back in person right right, right as right. opposed to using her persona revealing a persona right which on face value seemed creepier but yeah. then i started thinking about it a little bit more and i kind of liked it I, I will it was at say least a little more creative than what it's I was nice expecting. because it dodges the thing I always hate in these movies where you have him saying, hey, I was lying the whole time. And then she's like, I can't believe you. And then you have a montage where some guy sings hallelujah. And then and she's then like, I come Shrek back. Shrek is at one part of the table <laughs> and Fiat is the other part of the table. And donkey's in the middle eating waffles. But then, they, then he has to win her love back. Like you completely avoid that awful part of these types of movies by instead having this like little show occur and that's the thing is i respect the movie for that yeah in some ways because it kind of earns it It, the love in this feels earned yeah but then you have to look past the adultery you have to look past the big business shutting down little businesses and it being a-okay and hand waved yeah like there's a lot of hand waving oh tons but again it's not even hand waving because at the time it wasn't even that i don't think they saw it as that big of a deal Uh, i don't think it is i think so either it's just like well you run it's just like well you know he do? does it. He's making money. I don't know. Yeah, everyone needs to make money. Yeah, we gotta make money somehow. Even yeah. though he probably has way more. She than makes money needs. by writing books and getting them published super easily. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny because they both have basically the same size apartment in. Yeah, they do. I mean, I guess he has a bellhop or not bellhop. <laughs> he has a liftman, a lift, lift person, the person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's a really weird movie. That is her apartment too. It's not even Greg Kinnear's because right. Greg Kinnear has his own apartment apparently. I mean, I guess. Yeah, and then you also have Birdie, who's just like, I'm rich. A I'm, lady. I'm wild. She doesn't need to work. Yeah, I don't know. The only she... person that needs to work is her assistant. She says that she would never be able to find another assistant or a part-time employment. Part-time employment? Yeah, that's then what she How does she afford a house? That also, how does she afford an apartment in New York? She says, if I, do, if I, do, if I, if, if I lose this job, I'm going to have to move to Brooklyn. And then... And so she lives in Manhattan of all places, the most expensive part. And then Steve Zahn says, because then he rubs in her face how he lives in a rent-controlled location and oh, how yeah. great that is. Yeah, I it's mean, it's always fucking weird. And man. those are New York things, right? Like I will Just say that I do things. like I do like the way they shot in New York. It feels very much like New York. They yeah. got all the landmarks. They're like, well, they got the cool little farmers markets they walk through. No stop, but that's cool. Like, oh, I got stuck on a subway. That's probably why I was in there. Also, when she said he was, she was stood up. Uh, they're like. Oh, he must be the serial killer in this paper that we found that got like what that got like caught. She's like, no, that's ridiculous. And that was it. But it's such a like what a weird random thing to pop in. This movie is trying to be a romantic comedy, but the comedy is like falls flat. The biggest tacked on part of the the genre. comedy feel. Well, the comedy is the thing that's aged the worst. Oh, I by think. far. Yeah, like everything else ages pretty bad. Like AOL, big business, yeah, yeah. whatever. But the you expect comedy? That. Yeah, the comedy. It's like it's it's like. Like late '90s, early 2000s stand-up. Like That's pretty bad. He has this whole spiel about how Starbucks is about people who can't make decisions, making six decisions for a coffee, and they're not paying for the coffee; they're paying to make decisions. 
And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> when did fucking Seinfeld well, to be show fair, up? That is like a very business thing to say. It'd be like, you know, the exp- they come in there yeah, like, but the I way understand why this business is successful because I'm a business person. Yeah, but the way it's written, it's like a fucking stand-up monologue, yeah, yeah, like fair. a one-man show. It's like, fair. shut the fuck up, you weirdo. I don't know. It was... Whatever. The movie, this might be the worst movie we've seen for... And this is compared to Bachelor Party. This might be one of the worst movies we've seen for Thanksgiving. No. I think Bachelor Party is worse. Yeah, Bachelor Because this, this movie at least has lots of interesting relics. And yeah. like... like it, you know In between, is? their chemistry is really good still. That's true. And I do feel for them liking each other. And I think their they're falling in love is pretty well well rendered mm. i do think the movie's a little long too it's like two hours long Holy shit. probably good a bit two hours long. does not even this long there's a lot of just walking around being like we're in new york oh, we spent the money we shot here a lot of montages set to bad music yeah um, um it's all you know what this it's like a museum it's like it's really like an is. artifact even the way it looks like the coloring <laughs> it does. it's the ve- way it's shot it's very distinct the lighting, yeah the music the lighting the editing everything is very much of its time like this is the movie that every other movie was like i want to be that one you know? Yeah. yeah. Or it was a movie that saw every other movie. It was like, we're going to be like that we're one. We're going to be that one. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, know. It's mm, all homogenous. Yeah. Um, it all kind of blends together in the late 90s. Yeah. Do you guys have a late 90s movie that you think we should watch? You should email us and email the other podcast.com. Hell yeah. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Make us you... go, you got mail. Yes. Yeah. We want mail from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and another way to get a hold of us is to leave a five-star rating and review on any podcatching app. If you do that, we will read out on the show, no matter what it says, uh, even if it is a long-winded uh, defense of the Godfather series and uh, I don't know. Yeah, we attacked the Godfather series <laughs> in this one. We really We did that attack apart. people that gained knowledge from the movie as if it was no, going to be. gained the wrong knowledge from yeah, the movie. Yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> it's so weird because like, I'm like, this has got to be on purpose, right? Like he has to, like th- this has to be on, like purposefully, like this guy took the wrong lessons from the Godfather. Michael Corleone is not supposed to be the Godfather. He's supposed to be a family man. Like, like yeah. that's the whole point. But he's turned into Michael Corleone, you know? Maybe. I, I don't, don't think so, though. Whatever. Who fucking cares? Yeah. I'm going to forget about this movie in a week anyway. That's true. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm very thankful to do this podcast yeah. with you and see more Thanksgiving films. I'm, I am thankful as well. I'm quite thankful for, 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 uh, for Tom Hanks. Yeah. To Tom Hanks. He's done a lot. He has done a he lot. He does so much to ask to get his brother to come in and do voice, voice acting for Woody. For, him, for Woody. Yeah. How weird must that have been? He was in the first stomp, like, uh, like he was in the first like CG, full length CG animated film. Yeah. The, the main guy. That's so fucking weird when you think about it. And it's a legacy. It's four movies of him now. There's four lots of spinoffs. Ooh, <laughs> I only I only recognize three. Ooh. What's your favorite? What's your favorite to, uh, uh, Toy Story movie? Ah, uh, the third one, I think. No, you know what? The first one. First one's fucking classic. The first one is so good and it holds up besides the graphics. Like I wish they, I kind of wish they'd go in and just do like a little little touch up. Like I wish there was like an alternate version of oh, like yeah. uh, like uh, we re-rendered this. Like they don't even have to do much. Like I feel like at this point, if you just I don't think any of the files are still around. No, I know, but if they did, yeah, like if they, if they had those files still around, they'd just shove them in a computer. This is not how computers work. <laughs> but like just getting them to load. Speaking of this old ass like technological movie, tell me more. But about like how you CG just stick works. that in the computer, yeah, and then it suddenly boots up. And you'll just you'll just look at this and be like, we're just gonna render this better. We're just gonna hit. We're just gonna have some lighting. We're mm-hmm. done. And it'll look Easy. way better. Easy. Sounds like sounds like a sounds snap. Simple. Just remake it, man. Do do it with video games all the time. Just with better graphics. Just That's... do it with Toy Story. Just literally the same shot for shot. Just make that dog look a lot like shit. Oh my god. That's all. Good night, <laughs> 
I like Toy Story 2. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn to say Happy Thanksgiving back. 